Welcome to the Naptown Scoop Show. We are very excited to be recording here at Ramola's Restaurant in Savona Park. Ramola's is the first sponsor of the Naptown Scoop Show. And we are very honored to be joined by Liz Leak. Liz, thanks for being here. Liz is the CEO of GSPAC, which is the Greater Savona Park and Arnold Chamber of Commerce. Romulo's is in Savannah Park. Chris is a member of your chamber. Yes, he is. So you're in familiar territory here. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's very exciting to be here. Ryan, I love what you do as a small business owner. You're, Phil, you're a small business owner too. So that's what mm-hmm. we're all about at the chamber is supporting small business, promoting the shop local concept, bringing the community together with our business owners. How long have you lived in Savannah Park? I've lived in Savannah Park for 40 some years. Yeah, but wow. I'm still 29. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. so we all know how that not, works. It's, it's, yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know where the time goes. And you know, Savannah Park is interesting because people, they grow up here and then they come back. They go away to college and then they come back and start a business or they work down in Washington and still live here. That's why we see all these assisted living places popping up because they don't want to leave because Severna Park is just positioned so strategically close to New York, close to Washington, D.C. We have the water. We've got Annapolis. We've got Baltimore, beautiful places, and it's just a great place to live and work and raise a family. A lot of people started businesses during COVID. There was the great resignation that went on and you know a lot of people just kind of dropped out of the workforce but then you have people that started businesses many of the businesses found new ways to do business which was very creative so yeah chris from romulo's always talks about how his takeout business is so much better that hasn't tapered off exactly. since people are back in restaurants the takeout business is still very strong right and then he's got a food truck on top of that so food trucks are definitely extremely popular you know with the innovation businesses had to do during covid there's so many new streams of ways to do business and they're sticking with those yeah so speaking of new businesses we're just gonna jump right into one right here sure we are not too far up the road from preserves newest thing newest concept called garden Tell us a little bit about that. Are you yeah. excited for it? It's going to be really, really interesting to see the grand opening. We're doing a ribbon cutting on October 12th, and it's in the morning. So they will have had a couple of soft openings before that to work out all the kinks and bumps that happen when you open a restaurant. We're very excited. And Cafe Breton meant so much to people. It just was such a memorable place people got engaged there they had their wedding receptions there i think some people got married there you know people had 60th anniversary parties there so when cafe breton closed people were devastated and i have to say the chamber we're on facebook i know we're kind of behind the times <laughs> gotta catch up with you ryan and do tiktok but you know, i am we, not we uh, <laughs> i'm not great on the tiktok no <laughs> i think we've posted three times yeah i just forget to do it Yeah, Yeah. but uh, anyway, we're on Facebook, and just the outpouring of sadness when Café Breton closed down, and people said, you know, my memories are gone with Café Breton. And I have to say, the owners of Garten, Jeremy and Michelle Hoffman, they're a wonderful couple, and they are so sensitive 
too, the, the experiences that people had at, at Cafe Breton, they're going to honor that. And then they'll yeah, rumor has it is one of those soft openings is happening this weekend. Exactly. And you and I didn't get invited. We did not get an invitation. I don't know why. But you know what? It's almost like they don't want people to know that yeah. they're going to open soon. Maybe they're going back to the people that had 60th anniversaries and they're having those people come first. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't uh, know. If they had that email list. Maybe they know <laughs> yeah. that I'm still going to tell everybody when they open and still going to support them and probably have a great time there yeah or maybe they really just want to iron out all the the wrinkles right yeah. before they start they might feel like you guys coming in and seeing and tasting some food that's not necessarily up to their standard right yet because they're still working mm-hmm. out all the kinks yeah let's go with that let's go with that i, I always like to be first though so i like to be there great. the first opening yes <laughs> even we'll if it's not great I, I recognize that there's always kinks to be ironed out I, I just like to get invited first. So, Liz, tell us about your professional background. Yes. Actually, um, when I started out, I was with a technology company, more or less a marketing communications person. had a couple of jobs in that field. It was really interesting. I had a chance to travel all over the country and to Canada and work on trade shows. Got a chance to see the world, you know, so to speak, um, before I settled. Well, actually, I never really did settle down and get, you know, all of that, but uh, always been active. But um, marketing communications, and uh, I have a master's degree in management. Then I went to work for a startup company. I, I love startup companies. I actually was with two startup companies in my career, and my favorite one, I think I might have been the 15th employee there, and they wound up growing to a pretty substantial company that was bought out by IBM. So it was a really exciting time. So is this before kids, during kids? This Uh, is actually around the time of kids. So when I was working in Washington, there was an opportunity to open a branch in Baltimore. I worked on a lot of business in Baltimore and um, in Pennsylvania and built a revenue stream there that justified opening uh, an office. So I had the chance to become the branch manager. So I then had salespeople and staffing work for me and a multi-million dollar organization, but it was just so fun because, you know, we weren't public. We were counting our pennies and watching everything. Before we went public, I was invited to come up to New York and they were meeting with stockbrokers and giving, we were all giving presentations to the stockbrokers and talking about what the opening price should be. And it was a blast. Wow. It was so much fun. I love New York anyway. I spent a lot of time on a project there. So the company went public and I had shares. Didn't have as much golden handcuff as some of the other executives. So I cashed out and stayed at home with, at that time, three kids and then another kid just came from out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, surprise. I've heard they could surprise, do that. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought it was getting the flu and it was actually <laughs> a fourth. So it's funny when I interviewed for this job, the previous CEO had been there 27 years. Wow. And she did a fabulous job, but she was many years behind technologically. So when I went in the first day I started, I said, what's your Wi-Fi password? And they were like, what's Wi-Fi? <laughs> what year is this? This is 2018. I started 2018. in 2018. <laughs> 2018. You walked in so in 2018 that and was they the, didn't have Wi-Fi. No, that was the first thing I did. I got Wi-Fi that day. Well, well at least there wasn't that little sign that, 
like exactly. you were dial-up internet. Exactly. <laughs> they, they had taken that stride. Yes. I was expecting her to say like yes. maybe early 2000s. That's maybe. what I was thinking. <laughs> and <laughs> 2018. So I brought them into the 21st century with, you know, putting a CRM in place for managing the members and accounting processes and things on those lines. So I had to interview with the entire board of directors 15 people at the same time. Wow. So they take it very seriously. Yes. And it was one interview. How long was that interview? (laughs) uh, I think it was about maybe an hour or so. But, you know, what was so cool about it is I went in and I knew everybody. At the time, 36 years. You've been in the community 36 years, right? Yes. Yes. So, you know, I saw people that our kids were friends with and it was just kind of a natural thing. And there was somebody else interviewing too. She went up with the job in Crofton and I went up with this job. So it worked out perfectly. Yeah. And it, it's an, it really is an honor. I know it sounds cliche, um, but it is an honor to be in this job. What does a Chamber of Commerce do? A Chamber of Commerce more or less is a connector. And you know, a lot of people join the Chamber and they want business right away. And we work on building relationships. It's all about getting to know people. And again, that kind of sounds cliche too, because you know I've been talking about that for decades, relationship development, relationship sales, that sort of thing. But it's absolutely true. And that's the way the community operates. They want to get to know you first to make you successful in business. And I have seen businesses in Severna Park open up and if they are not providing what the community wants or they are not, welcoming to the community they're out of business in a couple of months it's just amazing it's almost like a herd mentality they either love you or they don't and if you're in you'll be successful if you're not you know you can be put out of business pretty quickly to answer your question we make connections we help people um, raise their visibility for example chris I was talking to Chris at Romulo's. We're going to have a ribbon-cutting celebration for him just to get get him elevated with his people paying attention to the restaurant, knowing that Chris has owned it for five years now, which is a landmark number of years. It's been around 25 years. Those things need to be brought out to the community, and then more people will start coming in and patronizing. So, sure. Um, you I mean, know, that's, a, that's a great reason to have a second ribbon cutting, even for a restaurant that's been around 25 years and he's owned it for five years. We're sitting in a space that didn't exist exactly. as part of, of the restaurant exactly. just two years ago. Yeah, and they've and done a beautiful job. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely beautiful job. And if you're not coming so, in on a regular basis, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, What I love about our chamber is our value proposition because we are so community-based. So uh, I have events that other chambers don't have, like the 4th of July parade. That's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. I've never seen a chamber do events like this. And we're not talking about a tiny 4th of July parade. I was talking to Phil about it earlier and was trying to compare it to the Annapolis parade. I said, Phil... It's like if you had a race and I was driving a Toyota Corolla and you were driving a Maserati. The Severna Park 4th of July parade is the Maserati versus Annapolis's is the Corolla. Thank you. Why is that <laughs> a part of what you do? I mean, it's yeah. cool, but it's not your typical thing for a chamber. Yeah. People love this community. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we were talking, they stay here 
forever. They raise their kids here. And the kids raise their kids here. And they just have a love of the community. And once they get hooked on something, they go many, many years. It's generational. And so with the parade, people have been going and now they're taking their kids and the kids are taking their kids. And it's been around for about 45 years. It's so, an amazing parade. Yeah, it and is. And just people pull out all the stops. Yeah. I skateboarded the whole length of it this year, but I'm seeing, uh, a, how, how big is that flag? It's like 40 60, feet long, 60 feet yes. long, something like that. They would go on to win the most patriotic award because they do voting in the parade too, which is fun. The Linstead neighborhood mm-hmm. literally shipped the train, I think, down from New York. Yep. And they rode this train and threw candy out. That's the kind of stuff that people bring out to the Severna Park Parade. Right. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I like the Maserati comparison. <laughs> for it sure. Really, yeah. Like this year, I, I yeah. might get some hate for saying that. But if you went to both, which most people probably don't, but I did. They do. Yeah. There were probably 50 floats in Annapolis. And right. I think five of them were not politicians. Yes. And the politicians right. don't do anything fun. They didn't mm-hmm. make it a cool parade for people to be at. They were... Most people, me included, were just waiting for someone that wasn't a politician to show up and have a fun float. And then before you know it, the cop cars go by and it's the last one. I heard that it was all politicians, that our parade was five times the Annapolis parade. The chamber in Annapolis does not have anything to do with the parade. I think it's um, I think it's the city manager that puts the parade on. But they can still do a better job than they do. Right. And I say that lovingly. This is constructive <laughs> criticism. Yes. <laughs> well, Severna Park is also home to the most iconic high school music review show. Thank it's called you. Rock and Roll Revival. Rock and Roll Revival, thank and you. And I think they're probably on year 35. It's a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. They involve around 150 uh, students. They do? Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. It's just a great place for kids to be able to get involved in music. A lot mm-hmm. of times the lacrosse players or dancers, even if they don't dance in other events during the school year. Exactly, so, exactly. And I don't know that there's another event like that in any other high school around the county. Mm-hmm. Savannah Park is also yeah. home to, this is what I thought you were going with, second most iconic game show host of all time. That's right. Or Who of current that? times. <laughs> Uh, Pat Sajak, Sajak. host of Wheel of Fortune. Who's the first? Alex Trebek. Oh, okay. May he rest in peace. Exactly. Must be. He is the most iconic game show host ever. It helps that it comes on right after. I feel like Pat Sajak's got to be pretty close up there, too. Do you just see him around? Because I don't... I see him at Safeway occasionally. You see him at Safeway. I do. That's hilarious. And he keeps a very low profile. He wears a baseball hat. And I think that's what he enjoys about Summer Park. People leave him alone. And he can go out to the store unscathed. Everyone around Severna Park or around Anne County, it seems to have seen him one place or another. Have you right. met him, Phil? Have I you have. seen him? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I used to actually teach his kids piano lessons. I haven't seen him. Yeah. I feel cheated. <laughs> You'll <laughs> have to go to Safeway. <laughs> yeah, you just I, have to go to Safeway. <laughs> I, I go to that Safeway sometimes. Yeah, I, in the winter, I and here Phil's going to make fun of me. In the winter, I play pickleball in the YMCA. Oh, oh is, is Ryan talking about pickleball? Ryan's talking oh, about pickleball again. <laughs> <laughs> I play at the YMCA, and uh, oftentimes I'll stop on the way home and do my grocery shopping there rather than going somewhere else just because it's convenient. So, yes, I am talking about pickleball again, Phil. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I must say that 100% of the time when you talk to people about run-ins with Pat Sajak, it's always, oh, he was such a nice guy. Yeah. Often... Mm-hmm people will be looking at him and his line i've heard this from three different people his line is yeah it's me it's me <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. now a word from our sponsor we'll be right back 
Hey Ryan, you're the Annapolis expert. I don't know about that, but what's up? Where's the best place to watch a Ravens game? Well, the best place is M&T Bank Stadium, but the best place in Annapolis is actually in Savannah Park. Really? Where's that? Romulo's Restaurant and Bar. Oh yeah? Tell me more. Well, first of all, Romulo's has amazing food. Way better than anything you find at a sports bar. What do you get when you're there? Definitely pizza. And the gyros are awesome. You mean the gyros? No, no, no. The gyros are awesome. I think it's gyros. Anyway, Chris, the owner, tells me the wings are amazing. I haven't had them yet, but I'm going to try them this Sunday while I watch the Eagles game. Ah, I'm a Ravens fan. Well, Romulo's has NFL tickets, so you can watch literally any game you want. That's great for tracking your fantasy teams. Sure is. And the prices are so much better than going to the stadium. Romulo's has $14 beer buckets. That's five Bud Lights. What about craft beer? Absolutely. And Romulo's offers $10 pizzas and wing platters for just 13 bucks. And the parking is probably easy and free because we're not at the stadium. Yes, it is. You want to go to Romulo's this Sunday? Okay, I'm there. 478 Ritchie Highway in the heart of Severna Park. Yep, first beer's on me. Oh, man, so generous. You're buying the pizza. <laughs> I'll see you there at Romulo's this Sunday. To be successful, if you can only pick one thing to be excellent at, you can be good at other things, but one thing to be excellent at. Persistence. I agree. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say, too. Definitely. Persistence. I, I look at it a different way. Yours is very like positive reinforcement. Mine is negative reinforcement. It's just not quitting. Because right. you're going to want to. And there are some days where you're going to want to every day. Some days are going to be great, but mm-hmm. a lot will not be. And it's just about not quitting. Yeah. I love that we agree on that. So it's, it's all about persistence. But another aspect of the chamber, another facet, is we watch out for legislation that is positive or negative. Most of the time, it's not the greatest kind of legislation. So, Can you give us uh, an example? Last year, tax on software right. based on where your state is. So we sent Naptown Scoop on MailChimp, and at the time, it was like $150. And then the bill went up by 6% overnight because they added the law that now Maryland wanted their due from software companies because they previously weren't getting it. Right. Yes. Something on the horizon is the minimum wage. And, you know, when you're a small business, as you know, you know what you can pay your employees. You can't have the government telling you what you can pay. With those kind of mandates and regulatory controls, it really uh, stifles small business owners and um, really hurts them in the long run. And, you know, the, the business owners that I know, they're the last to take the paycheck. And I'm sure you guys are, are that way too with your businesses. We are. We were just discussing this the other day. And Remember what I said? It was Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yes. The leader yes. eats last. Leaders Love eat him. last. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's great. We need the government out of our small businesses and allowing them the freedom to operate and you know the COVID um, protocols were different in each county. Our county happened to have pretty stringent protocols that really really impacted especially with the restaurants and the county executive. Yeah, we lost almost, a lot of good restaurants. We did. We did. Yeah. He wanted to close them down all together. So um, fortunately he had meetings with the chamber executives and we talked him out of it. Oh great. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. We said that's going to be the kiss of death, you know, that's, and you put the businesses out of business that you lose jobs, you lose local revenue, goods and services. And uh, yeah, even if it's not a local business, any business in your area is obviously a local business, but a locally owned business, Mm -hmm. like let's say the Olive Garden, everybody who works at that Olive Garden still lives in your town. Sure. 
So yeah. it's just as important to protect those. You know, maybe you're not directly going to bat meeting with the owner or the GM of that Olive Garden or the franchisor. I don't know how Olive Garden works, but you're still fighting on behalf of those employees. Sure. So what is your favorite memory in your last five years of running the chamber? I would have to say getting all the technology up and running perfectly. I don't know if that's a memory or maybe an initiative. You got a great but, calendar on the website. Yeah, thank you. Very much you appreciate know, I'm that. Really I check really it every limited. day. Thanks. I'm, I'm very restricted because it's part of the CRM, our membership management system. So I've tried to work around it, and I don't know a whole lot about coding and things like that, but I've tried to, to make it look interesting and put some videos and movement. But I'm, I'm pretty much restricted to what I can do with the website because it is hard-coded. I see. Uh, to the, the CRM, but yes. How do you feel uh, Severna Park is different than other towns around Anne Arundel County? I think we still have that Mayberry RFD feel in a way. It's funny too because when I see businesses opening up that are competitors of other businesses that have been around a long time, I think, did you do your market research? You know, <laughs> did, you, did you know there are competitors? There are, you know, 20 other places like yours around here, but there's a lot of buying power here as well. So I have businesses based in Pasadena that want to break into the market in Smyrna Parks. They're attending my shop local events. They're participating in the parade. They're sponsoring things. They're getting to know people down here, even though they're physically located outside of the area. There's a lot of purchasing power. And, you know, people are engaged. I think that is something different too. And one of the, again, one of the value propositions that I love about our chamber is the community is engaged. So on that note, this is my favorite question to ask all Mm -hmm. of our guests. Phil knows what it is. I've actually refined it based on one that somebody asked me, which I think is a better way to make you think about it. And it's going to be a hard one for you to answer because it's going to probably feel like picking your favorite kid. If you could have an unlimited free food card to any restaurant in the area where you having it i would say joe's seafood and they're not a chamber member <laughs> well maybe they should be I maybe know. they should be exactly why joe's seafood yeah. i love crabs <laughs> who doesn't do you go there or do you do, normally do takeout uh I, we take the crabs out yeah yeah. A lot of people will say that. Uh-huh. I, I feel like a lot of people that live around here, they love to go and get the crabs and take them home. Yeah. yeah and then you invite all your friends over and oh, you put yeah. newspaper on the table oh, and you pick their crabs and it's awesome. I, picking crabs is fun at a restaurant, but mm-hmm. it's such a messy thing. Yeah. And it's such a casual thing, too. I feel like you want to do it at home. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time. Yeah, it takes right. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're at home, then you don't feel like you're rushed. Yes, yeah, that is true. Right. I would have to say that in Severna Park, that little strip, that is that considered downtown Severna Park, where Gino's Steaks is yes. and Suizito. Yes. So in downtown Severna Park, there's a great little cheesesteak shop that mm-hmm. has to have been there 30 years or more. Mm-hmm. And is it called Gino's? It's J- Geno's. Uh, Geno's yes. Steaks. I've been saying it wrong all these years. <laughs> After COVID, you can only eat outside, but they do have mm-hmm. some tables set up. And it's just uh, the environment there is just so wonderful. It's a, yes. It feels a lot like the Philly cheesesteak places. And they have all these pictures of all the different mm-hmm. customers over the years. Mm-hmm. And it really feels like a little hometown right. shop. Right. Yes. Which it is. Which is the perfect description. And what again, what I love about the businesses here is they support each other. 
they each have their business cards and literature in each other's shops. So it's just the coolest thing, and the big bean is wonderful. Yeah, they just expanded to a space in Annapolis. They did. Right down the street from the Best Gate Road Studios. Yeah. (laughs) Which is what I've decided to now call our studio. (laughs) The Naptown Scoop Shows Studios? Yeah. The Best Gate Road Studio, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we do a tree lighting in front of the chamber. Again, that goes back to the the hometown feel of, of Severna Park. So the chamber is right by that strip, and I close Holly Avenue. And we've got dancing and singing, and I've got a DJ and entertainment, all, all kinds of things going on. We give away cookies, and the Big Bean sponsored the hot chocolate and the cider last year. Big Bean makes a really good hot chocolate. They do, and they estimated... They also have a Mexican hot chocolate that's super good. Right, oh. with spice. A little spicy. Spice, yeah, jalapeno. Nice. It's very, very good. Yeah. So they estimated 700 people were there at the tree lighting because they had to go back to their store five times to refill the (laughs) vats of hot chocolate. And Greg was so funny, the owner, he came over actually a couple of weeks ago. He said, whatever it takes, I want to sponsor that tree lighting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. What is the date of the tree lighting? The tree lighting is December 2nd from 5 to 6.30. And it takes place right near the... Right on Holly Avenue. It's almost like Whoville. You know, five o'clock. There's <laughs> nobody out there, and then all of a sudden, all these people just come just out of appear. nowhere, oh. <laughs> and That's it, great. it's just amazing. And uh, we do the countdown, and, and I was going to say, sing the Who songs. <laughs> we have a Grinch. You have a Grinch. We have a Grinch oh. and Santa Claus. So yeah, got to support both sides. Of exactly. Course. Yes. I was thinking of saying, "Oh, my kids would love that," but really. I would love that. I know. <laughs> that would totally yeah. put you in the mood. Yeah, I don't have any kids. Like. I'm probably still going to come. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It's just so much fun. What is your favorite place if you had an unlimited gift card? Osteria. Where would you go? On Main Street. Yeah. The okay. Italian restaurant? Yes. Absolutely. I was there last night. Got it. I have two active reservations coming up. I love that place. I would have to say, since we're in Severna Park, I'm going to say, of course, Romolo's is a favorite, Mm -hmm. being the sponsor of the Naptown Scoop Show. But also, Kyoto is just a fabulous hibachi Mm -hmm. Japanese restaurant in town, and they really have a hometown feel. They always remember my name, and I swear, nowadays, since I don't live here anymore, I'm only there once or twice a year. And the chefs come out, and when they make the food, they're always really good with the kids, and it's just a whole lot of fun. That was the first place I ever had hibachi, and it's my favorite place. And you looked like the little smile you just gave was oh. like a kid on Christmas morning. Who it's just so got, much fun. You just got the present you asked for. I need <laughs> yeah. to go there now. I think the smile such happened. such a good sales pitch. I was thinking about the, the onion tornado. <laughs> Do you catch the shrimp when they... I absolutely <laughs> catch the shrimp, there you go. and I worry about choking all the time. But right. I feel like they must have it down to science now. Right, <laughs> or know the Heimlich maneuver. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> They're actually, it's a requirement to work at the restaurant. Right. You exactly. have to know the Heimlich. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and watching other people stick their tongues out and try to catch the shrimp is a <laughs> big part crazy. of the fun too. <laughs> I have one more question for Liz, and then I think we should bring Chris on mic. Yeah, uh, let's real do quick. that. So, what? do you see as the future of Severna Park? Five years, 10 years down the line, what are you seeing for the town? I think the town is gonna to continue being successful. Uh, and I base that actually on a recent situation. There was a, a liquor store that wanted to open their doors right next to Aldi. 
and their footprint was five times the size of the smaller liquor stores in the community. And uh, one of the liquor store owners got together and formed a coalition and um, fought it and said, you know, this, this footprint is five, it's like opening five liquor stores and it's gonna hurt us. And uh, so the, the liquor board turned the store down. Yeah. And uh, so it was great. You know, it's we want the small businesses to be here. That's a great example because in Severna Park, Dawson's is such a landmark right there in yeah. downtown Severna Park. And yes. Fish, Fish Paws, Paws is Fish a great Paws. place. Fish Paws has the yes. best beer selection yes. ev- anywhere. And that's a woman-owned business. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was hanging Dasca's. out with them last night at Bourbon Blazers and Cigars. Oh, yeah. okay. They always get cool, like unique bourbons that are hard to find which is like that's my go-to i buy mm-hmm. uh i buy a lot of christmas presents there yeah. well thank you so much for Liz, yeah oh, thanks thank for being you. here yeah thank you this is great for our first uh podcast outside in the wild right podcasting in the wild <laughs> the maiden voyage <laughs> thank you so much for all you've done for Savannah park thank you yeah. for being a great member of the community for so many years oh, and, thank you. and i just i love it here and it's great knowing that someone with your abilities and skills are leading the way for lots of small businesses in the area. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. Thank you for listening to the Naptown Scoop Show. Our theme music is Moving On by Seth Walker, and our wonderful producer is Mr. Evan McGee. To learn more about Naptown Scoop, go to naptownscoop.com and subscribe to the newsletter. To learn more about Yoga Factory Annapolis, go to yogafactoryannapolis.com and visit one of our locations in Annapolis or Crofton. Thank you for listening to the Naptown Scoop Show.